0: Good morning, Michaels. Could you please stand? Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. We sing.
1: the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus
2: said the first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And as we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me, that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. and
1: Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have
0: mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to His people on earth. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to His people on set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more. I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. Here in your love, here in your love. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather be. There's no place I would rather Strong. Give it all. I give it all to you, God. Trust in that you make something beautiful out of me. I give it all to you, God. Trust in that you make something.
1: of all who put their trust in you, mercifully accept our prayers, and because in our weakness we can do nothing good without you, give us the help of your grace, that in keeping your commandments we may please you both in will and deed, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. One God forever and ever, Amen. Have some children to pray for. Come here, okay. <laughs> well, Lord, we're so thankful for these kiddos, my grandkids, and all the rest of them, Lord. I pray that you would bless them, that your angels watch over and protect them, Lord Jesus, and give them grace, Lord God, and as they go forward for their Sunday school. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Okay, go have fun.
0: Funny.
3: <laughs> this morning's first lesson comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, commencing at verse 5. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert, and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, in whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green. And will not be anxious in the air of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. The word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 1. We'll read it responsibly by the half verse. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly,
4: nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the of scornful.
3: But his delight is in the law of the Lord.
4: In his law he meditates
3: day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither
0: whatever he does shall prosper
3: the ungodly are not so
0: or like the staff, which the wind drives away.
3: therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment
0: in the of the
3: for the lord knows the way of the righteous Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. Amen.
4: Our second reading comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning at verse 12. Now if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty, and your faith is also empty. Yes, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God, that he raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up, if, in fact, the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also, those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ we are all we are of all men the most pitiable but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep the word of the Lord
2: the The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Luke chapter 6, beginning at verse 19. And the whole multitude sought to touch Jesus, for power went out from him and healed them all. Then he lifted up his eyes toward his disciples and said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you, and cast you out, cast out your name as evil. For the Son of Man's sake, rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven. For in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ.
1: You may be seated. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we're thankful to come together today. We pray, Lord God, that you would open up your word, that you would speak to us from your throne, Lord God, and that it would minister to all who are here. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. Well... Glad to see so many happy faces. Father David and Jody, it's so nice to see you guys. We've missed you. They're down from Colorado. And um, I was very happy, Lauren. You did a great job. (laughs) Is that your first time leading a worship? Yeah? You did good. (laughs) You've been up here many times, I know, and I, I... I'll have to tell you more about Lauren later in the sermon. Uh, I have something to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but I was just so glad to have him up here. And it was just, I'm just really excited to be here. Um, there was so much meat in the lessons, so many things I could have talked about. I, I started reading it early in the week and just kind of reading it and thinking, Lord, you've got to help me pare this down. I don't have hours. We've got some kind of game or something to go to later. So, But that gives me a little bit of time, right? That's only till 3, so I think we've got some time. No, I'm not going to go that long. I have before, but not tonight, not today. Um, the, the lessons, there were so many that the God has spoken to me through these before. Not so much to Jeremiah. That one kind of caught me by surprise. Um, I hadn't recognized. You know, Psalm 1 is just powerful. It talks about rivers planted by the streams of living water, you know. And I've seen that motif throughout, uh, but I had not seen it in Jeremiah. I hadn't realized it was there. So when that showed up, I was like, well, this is interesting. And so I started digging into it more. And so I want to talk about some of this, uh, uh, this lesson about being a tree. Um, as a football player, you want to be a tree. You want to be a, uh, immovable, right? Well, this talks about it in a different way, and it's just an analogy. It's a picture of us, but there's something really I think that we can learn from it. Um, when I read Psalm 1 years ago when I was a young man, it really struck me. the things about what it talks about, the promises in there. Stay away from these people and meditate on the word. And you'll be like a tree, and you'll be fruitful. And I'm like, well, I want to be fruitful. I want to be successful. Obviously, my wife and I have proven that we did want to be fruitful. We do have nine children. So that aspect happened. But there's other fruit that he talks about, being successful, uh, that your leaf will not grow, uh, will not wither, You know, that you'll be successful, and you'll prosper in all that you do. And that's something that you would want to do as a young man. And so I kind of remember reading that and, and, and memorizing it and quoting it. Um, the word meditate, when it says that on his law, he'll meditate day and night. And my Bible had a little, you know, translation kind of a thing. And it says to talk to yourself. Okay, so I'll talk to myself day and night. <laughs> you know, and I, besides praying in tongues, which I like to do when I'm driving or, you know, not necessarily around people. Uh, but I like to meditate and to say the, the scriptures. You know, there's some scriptures that just... That I've always kind of trusted, you know, trust in the Lord with your own and lean not on your own understanding. We actually sang that song. That's one of the ones I have to remember because I always wanted to figure things out. And the Lord's like, trust in me. Don't lean on your own understanding. You're not going to get this. And so that was very helpful to be able to meditate on that and to think about that and to tell myself that sometimes. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Okay, that's a good promise. Whenever things feel bad, you got, okay, I've got inside of me something greater than what's around me, right? And those are great promises, and so I would speak that to myself, and it would encourage myself. As David said, it said David encouraged himself in the Lord. This is how you can do it. You can speak the Scriptures. You're meditating on the Scriptures. Now, as a, as a young Baptist growing up in the Baptist church, one of the concerns was is that you're going to backslide. That's a real problem. You know, you don't show up at church on one Sunday. The next day they're calling and say, hey, are you backsliding? What's, you know, this was a warning. And I remember uh, one of the scriptures, uh, Paul's letter to the Philippians. He says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Well, as a young kid, that's like, I got to work at this. (laughs) I don't want to mess this up, right? I want to make sure I'm not backsliding. And there's a couple things in here that Jeremiah's uh, uh, scripture says that reminded me of that. And he says that those who trust in man and in their own strength, that their heart departs from the Lord. Now, I thought, oh, I don't want that. That sounds like backsliding. <laughs> we don't want my heart to depart from the Lord. And so it's always been something. And I think that there was some really good uh, uh, lessons to learn in the, in the Baptist church when they talked about not backsliding. Because really, we're all responsible for our own hearts. You're responsible personally for your relationship with the Lord, with your, for your soul, the state of your soul. Now, God gives us grace; He's always trying to help us. One of the things I, I thought about a, a couple of weeks ago is that the Lord is always speaking to us, and sometimes He uses words. Sometimes he, you can hear Him. Sometimes you just see things. Somebody, somebody else says something or does something, but the Lord is always trying to speak to you and encourage you and help you. But you're still responsible. In Proverbs uh, 4, verse 23, it says, to guard your heart. In fact, I'm going to read it. This one, it doesn't say guard your heart, but it's very similar. And it's, it says, Proverbs 4:23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. There's so much that happens. I was listening to uh, Bishop Barron. Is that his name? Bishop Barron, Jesse sent me this link, and he talked about some of the scriptures. And he talks about guarding your heart, and he talks about it's your innermost being. It's not that you don't trust people around you. It's that your heart, your innermost being, has got to be focused on the Lord. That's where your allegiance, that's where your your focus, your your loyalty lies. Who has your heart? My, My wife, she has my heart, right, as my wife. But above that, is my allegiance to the Lord. He's the one that has my heart above all else. And that's important. And because it's in that order, now my relationship with my wife can be correct, can be proper, and it can't get out of whack. Because when it gets out of whack, it throws off marriage. It throws off everything. And really, marriage is supposed to bring glory to God. And if you have your heart right between you and the Lord, then your relationship with your wife is right, and then you bring glory to the Lord. And that's what this world needs to see. It needs to see our hearts right to the Lord. Now, this is difficult because we are fallen humanity. Yeah, we've been born again. We've been saved. We're being redeemed. This transformation process is taking place. But there's still this battle that rages inside. Uh, In the Gulag Archipelago, Father Lewis, hat tip for telling me this, Alexander Solzhenitsyn has this quote. And he says, the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being. In another place, he says that it runs not between good and evil. It's not between states. It's not between uh, political parties. It's not between classes. It's not between races. It runs through the heart of every human being. And it shifts in different times. It oscillates over the years and stuff. And you're like, I got to watch that. Guard your heart. There's another quote that I heard, and I was surprised when I found out who said this quote. It was Sitting Bull. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, well, then I'll give him credit. And It says, inside of me there are two dogs. One is mean and evil, and the other is good, and they fight each other all the time. When asked which one wins, I answer, the one I feed the most. I thought, okay, there you go. In today's culture... There's a lot of stuff out there you can partake of. A lot of movies, TV shows, music, podcasts. That's a whole other thing, right? There's a lot of stuff that you can feed your soul with, things that you can feed whichever dog. And you need to be careful because there's a lot of stuff that you can relate to that can cause anger to rise up, indignation. There's a lot of scorn. There's a lot of that stuff that really clicks. And you're like, well, I, I think they're right. There's a lot of political issues. Talk about the truckers in Canada. Talk about pro-life issues. Talk about so many things that you can really get angry about. You can get upset about it. And you have to be careful. I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I'm saying you've got to watch what you feed yourself. If you're feeding yourself anger, anger, anger all the time, you're going to become angry. A friend of mine told me, he says, I think I'm reacting a little too strongly to all of this stuff. Because that's what he reads all the time, and it stirs up when he hears about the wicked and the evil things that are going out there. Man, it just tears you up. You want to lash out. No, that's not what we're supposed to do. We should be praying for him. When you've got to make a judgment, then you, you choose right and wrong. That's understandable. But watch what you feed yourself. The psalm today helps us a lot. Um, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. This is a good lesson to learn, a thing to remember. Pay attention to who you're listening to, right? Another one in 1 uh, Corinthians 15, it actually says, the bad company corrupts good morals. Now, we've told our kids that over and over again, but it's good advice for ourselves. I don't care if, if These guys are all Cowboys fans. If they're really angry, maybe I shouldn't hang out with them, even though we relate really close. You know, I mean, I'm I'm making fun of something because we're not playing today. But, uh, (laughs) um, But it's important to remember, what are you feeding yourself? You want to be that tree that is planted next to that river of living water. Always look to the Lord and the Word of God for your strength and for your guidance. But here's the thing you got to remember. Christianity is not a self-help program. It's not all just about you. Yes, you're responsible for guarding your heart. But it's not necessarily just for your sake. When I was reading this Psalm 1 and Jeremiah 17, I'm reminded of another scripture in Revelation 22. I asked Katie if she could find that and put it up for me. Let's see if she was able to do it. There we go. Let me read this to you, okay? This is the angel showing uh, John, the apostle, and it says, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of the street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Now, this sounds so much like the other ones, but it adds this one thing that I had never thought about 12 fruits, and it bears fruit every month. There are some seasons of my life when I didn't feel so fruitful. There are some areas of my life where I don't feel so fruitful. There are some times when I need someone to talk to. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's a physical thing. I don't need to be moving my furniture anymore. I have a family. I've got some strong young boys, and my, my girls are pretty strong too. They'll help, but I need more help than that. I need somebody else to help out on those areas that I have a lack. I can't lift the heavy furniture anymore. Bishop Kessler was telling me that this morning. He's unfortunately his back is hurting him, so he's asked me to do the service, and we'll just pray for Bishop. Uh, but I, even with my back not feeling bad, I can't go lift something like I used to. I can't be stupid. But there's other areas, and there's areas in your life when you need help. There are people crying out for companionship. There are people crying out for someone just to give them an encouraging word. Uh, friend of mine was talking to me, and he said this, you know, that he's, he feels like he's been kind of kind of asleep, and he feels like he, he's waking up, and he's trying to get back in, you know, and I just told him, I so, said, well, I'm so glad to see you. I really enjoy your company. I enjoy seeing you, and he acted kind of surprised, and I thought, how does he not know that I really enjoy his company, that gl- I'm glad to see him, well, because the enemy lies to us all the time. Jesse brought up a good point the other day when he said that when we're upset with somebody, what we're upset with usually is a 2D representation of what we think they're thinking. And it's not really true. If you spend time with them and you get to see the full 3D, who they are, you're like, oh, maybe they're not as bad as I thought. And this companionship, this whole community that we have here is so important. And when I think about the tree that bears 12 fruits every month, I think it's 12 months every month or 12 fruits every month. That's a lot of fruit. Jesus was able to do that as the son of God. He had all the gifts, all the offices operating in him. And in another place, it says that I am the true vine and you are the branches. We all flow out of that tree of life there. But each one of us gets certain gifts. We don't get all the gifts. So the gifts that I have, I bring here and I share. And when I'm responsible to take care of myself and my own heart, then I can be more fruitful to help you in what area you're lacking. And this is important. That's why these last couple of years have been crazy stupid. Yeah, there's a sickness. And you got to not infect people who are prone to sickness. You know, you got to, you got to be smart about it. And we, I thought we tried to walk that line very carefully. And yeah, there's still some strands of this uh, virus that are out there and we need to be smart. Wash your hands. Masks I've heard are just really not effective at all. (laughs) They're like a badge of, you know, to identify, but that's a different issue. The reality is you got to come together. You need to be a part of the community of Christ. Because that's who we are. And you need to come on Sunday morning. Because that's your duty. But you're going to get some other opportunities to meet together. We've got Shrove Tuesday and Ash Wednesday coming up soon. Pancake Supper. What a great time of fellowship. Pancakes. That's awesome. (laughs) Levi goes, we had pancakes the other day. And Levi was like, these pancakes are pretty good. But they're not near as good as the Shrove Tuesday ones. I'm thinking... (laughs) Way to go, Michael. <laughs> Michael House is our pancake maker this year, so that'll be great. So, But there's something about these other things that go on. One of the things that went away during this COVID was our home groups. And I was just, it was just heartbroken because I'm a people person. Okay, one of my gifts. I like to be around people, and I couldn't. And I was around my family, but I think they got tired of me. They stopped laughing at my jokes and... <laughs> I need to go find another group of people. So home groups are back. <laughs> home groups are happening right now, Sunday night and Wednesday night. And if you all will come, we can split the home groups. That's the plan in the next six months. And we're going to raise up new home group leaders, people who need to exercise their gifts and step out into that. And that's going to happen. But you need to be a part of this, not just for your own sake, even though that's a very important consideration, but for those that maybe you could come and bring an encouraging word to. Maybe you could pray for someone for healing. God wants to bear fruit in your life, and He does it in community, and He does it in home groups. That's how you can bear fruit. You can even, sometimes you can use it as a practice. Maybe you don't want to bring a prophetic word during the church service. It's a little scary. Ari, you are not afraid to come up here and to share a word during the service. I'm waiting for you to raise your hand up there because you always do when I preach. (laughs) Um, But you can do it at home group, much more casual setting. You have a home group where you're there, and you can pray for people, and you can share, and it's so helpful to build the community. And the other thing that you need to understand is that this church is going to grow. We're going to get visitors to come in, people who have a lack. It says in Acts, and it talks about this, and it says, now the, Acts chapter 4, it says, Now the multitude of those who believe were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And Paul talks about this in Ephesians, and he's talking about the body of Christ, right? And he says, We are many members, but one body. And he says, speaking the truth in love, that this body may grow up in all things into him who is the head. This is Christ. Remember, I said he's the true vine, and we're the branches. For in the body of Christ, he's the head, and we're the members. Grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. That's you guys. That's us guys. That's all of us, every joint. According to the effect of working by which each part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. That's what we want. Yeah, we want to grow the church. We want to grow the church to be more mature, to be more fruitful. And when people come in, we want to be able to supply what they're lacking. As a matter of fact, in 2 Corinthians it says this, right? And he's talking about giving. And the church he's talking to has given and, and made offerings and helped support another church that was going through a, a, a difficult time. I forget the whole uh, behind it. But it says, I do not mean that others should be eased and you burdened, but by inequality that now at this time your abundance may supply their lack. That's not just finances. Your abundance and good cheer may supply the lack for those who are depressed and need someone to say, hey, I'm here with you. I'll help you lift your head. I'll help you move. I'll help you do whatever. Their abundance also may supply your lack. When I was um, just out of the Marine Corps, I uh, taught school here at St. Michael's actually for one year. Um, Scary year. I had Michael and James house in my classes. That was quite a challenge. <laughs> I pray for you, Debbie, because you had to deal with all of these guys, including mine. <laughs> I didn't have to raise my own or, pray or teach my own kid. Um, but it was a difficult time financially. We had just bought a house, and then Mia had to go on bed rest uh, for a charity. And because of that, she wasn't working, and she used up all of her vacation time, and then she was on disability. And you don't get as much money on disability as you get <laughs> when you're working hard. And so we got very uh, behind on our, our mortgage payment, and this was in the first year. this was like this was really scary. And word got out, and Bishop Kessler actually asked the church to take up an offering for us. And you guys, St. Michael's, took up an offering, and got us caught up, and we were able to keep that house for a long time. And the fruit of that is. Because we were able to keep that house, your abundance supplied my lack. Then when other people needed a place to stay for whatever reasons, they could move in and live with us. And we did that multiple times with people who were in this room now. Crazy year when Lauren and his family moved over from England and moved in with us. Sixteen kids and four four adults. Yeah, that was scary. But it was so good. We were able to supply what they lacked. And now we get to bear the fruit of it, and Lauren leads us in worship. This is how the community works. And it's supposed to work that way. So be encouraged. Don't be afraid. Know that God is with you, and his Holy Spirit actually is what creates the fruit inside of you, if you'll just cooperate. The apple tree doesn't try really hard to have apples. It just does by the plan of God. Let me finish in Ephesians 4. When I talked about the, the body and the, everybody supplies their lack and each joint supplies, at the beginning of this, Paul <laughs> died, therefore. The prisoner of the Lord beseech thee. Who uses beseech in this? <laughs> I'm like, that's a powerful word. What does it mean? It means I, he exhorts. He encourages you. I beseech. He's begging you. I, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you. Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. With all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering. Bearing with one another in love. I know that there are some people who maybe you didn't want to see today at church. Maybe they grate you the wrong way. Cody Kessler was in my 730 service, and he's like, you know, like he knew I'm talking about him, which I was just teasing him, but it was funny. (laughs) There are some people maybe you don't necessarily are are so happy with. Maybe they smell funny, you know. Uh, Is Levi in here? (laughs) Levi this morning He's up there, and I bought him a coffee for the 7.30 service. (laughs) And he goes, oh, my breath. Oh, it's terrible. Dad. (laughs) But sometimes somebody, maybe they got bad breath. Maybe they had coffee. Whatever it is, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called, in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Amen. Oh, and his breath smells much better. He got some gum, so don't give him a hard time. Be encouraged, family, because that's what we are. And I'm really glad to see you. Amen. Please stand. I probably have to pay him. Let us confess the faith of our fathers. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things, visible and invisible, and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
2: Brothers and sisters, all who put their trust in the Lord of God, therefore let us trust him, who is our hope for our needs and those of the whole world. That the church will not be ashamed to preach the full gospel under any circumstances. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. That Christ's love for the poor, the hungry, and the sorrowful will inspire us to care for every human need. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. that the Church will be faithful in speaking out against abortion, euthanasia, and every evil that devalues human life. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. that nations will work for justice and peace for all their citizens, especially the poor and the powerless. Lord, in your mercy, that those who are enduring hardships or sufferings will find help and consolation in Christ and his people. Lord, in your mercy, that we will serve the needs of our brothers and sisters with love and thus fulfill the law of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, for our own special intentions.
1: Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, your mercy knows no bounds to all who put their trust in you. Hear our prayer and give us the faith to trust you in all things. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord will be always with you. With your Share the peace with your neighbors. Good morning.
4: A couple of announcements. The ladies had the, their their
0: meeting yesterday. I know Mia brought a great word of encouragement and hope to, to them. Uh, next, next week, I believe, is men's meeting on the 19th. And then we're getting ready for all of our Holy Week activities and all that. And that kind of kicks off with our pancake supper uh, that Ed was talking about earlier. So get ready for that. Those of you who can help. We'll be setting up, taking down, and I know Michael's going to be in the kitchen, so there's probably stuff to help with there as well. So just pay attention to that and uh, you know be, be ready to get involved. Amen.
2: As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship. And presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name, but do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
0: Thank
1: Always playing guitar and singing. He actually got Gavin to take up guitar, so still bearing that fruit. That's very good. We welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It is made ready for those who love Him and for those who want to love Him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little, you who have been here often and you who have not been here long. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come because it is the Lord who invites you. It is His will that those who want Him should meet Him here. Come to the table. The Lord be with you.
0: And with your spirit.
1: Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord our God. We right to give Him thanks and praise. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks to Jesus Christ our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that has made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choirs of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory and join in their unending hymn of praise. Holy, glory and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. Lord, you are holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread and he gave you thanks. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. When supper was it, he took the cup. Again, and gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Let us, therefore, proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup, We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and with all the clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray. Connie, Susan, Serena, Naomi, Sonia, Sandra, Karen, Tammy, Denisa, Dan, Mary Ellie, the Marines and sailors of Camp Pendleton, and all those who serve in our armed forces. You may add names of those that you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, the martyrs, with St. Michael and all thy saints. May we praise you in union with them, ...and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread... And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
4: Therefore let us keep the peace.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. O Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world.
4: Have mercy upon us.
1: O Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world.
4: Have mercy
1: upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant
4: us thy peace.
1: The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Jesus died for you and feed on him in your hearts for thanksgiving. Blessed are those who were called to his supper.
0: grace is here. to show my
1: these kids. I love the one back there that said, part tiger. (laughs) These are great. It's having them. And you see, this is part of our future. They need to see this community life. I'm never worried about kids making too much noise out in the crowd, in the congregation. That's the sound of life coming up. Especially since they're my grandkids. (laughs) (laughs) They like to make a lot of noise. (laughs) But I'm just really thankful and really happy for you guys today. And I hope to see you again next week. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls. As you go out from this place, always remember the gospel. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself, not counting man's sin against him. God loves us. God has forgiven us. God's not mad at us. and God will never leave us or forsake us. In the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be with you in those you love and care for now and forever. Amen. Amen.
2: i
0: The sloppy way keeps. My heart turns violently Inside of my chest I don't have time To maintain these breaths When I think about Something